It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. By now, you've probably guessed this is uh, an Alex Barnard selection in terms of music. This is Morrissey. And um, when Matt plays is away, Alex Barnard will play. So uh, we'll give you the all the artists of all the bumper music that we're playing this morning. If you join our Facebook group, we post it up there each and every morning. Just search on Facebook, Morano Radio Fans and Haters. That's M-O-R-A-N-O Radio Fans and Haters. So what we saw during the pandemic was a surge of people who were adopting animals, dogs and cats, and that's all great. Unfortunately, we then saw a flood of these animals being abandoned after the after things kind of went back to normal. Well, unfortunately, even before the pandemic, a place that had just an abysmal record of looking after some of our most vulnerable residents is New York City. Somebody that has been on a mission to reform the way New York takes care of its animals is uh, Dana Fuchs. She is a writer and a longtime activist on this issue, and uh, she lives right here in New York. Dana, thanks so much for joining me on the radio. I know it's early. Frank, thanks so much for having me. All right. Now, um, what exactly is the policy when it comes to most New York shelters. Uh, I read this op-ed that you had written in City and State, I guess about uh, two years ago, with which the headline said, New York should stop killing adoptable pets. And uh, you seem to say that New York animal shelters are too quick to euthanize animals that are really not dangerous or in some cases not even too ill. What's going on here in New York? Well, basically what the public doesn't know is that animals are killed for fear and stress. Um, And that just should not happen. And it's basically that the pound has the power um, to play God. And that's basically what happens. They could kill for any reason. One of the uh, legislative pieces that we want passed is called the Shelter Animal Rescue Act, And, Frank, I can't even believe that we have to try to pass this. What that means is we want rescues to be able to pull verified rescues, not like people off the street saying they're a rescue, to be able to pull animals before ACC kills them. And everyone talks to me, they're like, because there's myths about shelters. Well, there's too many. It's, It's overpopulation. If ACC stopped getting dogs sick, from their conditions, if they stopped blocking rescues, if they stopped blocking uh, fosters and adopters, the shelters would be near empty. So how many how many animal shelters are there in New York ballpark? You know, I'm not positive about that stat. I just kind of zone in and focus on, you know, um, what shelters doing what. And I do it you know, for shelters all across the country. So, 
Are all uh, the animal shelters in New York doing the the wrong thing in your view, or do some shelters no, behave in no, a responsible absolutely, manner? Absolutely not. I you know I try to focus on ACC because and, and so what's City, ACC? Uh, it's the Animal Control Center in New York City, and they have a couple of uh, different locations. So I really try to focus on them because they're the worst. And I think the thing that um, upsets me the most, Frank, is and I and I when I wrote you the email, I kind of you know said to you it's like doggy Watergate, and what I meant by that is um, there are so many entities that I did not know about. I was very naive, like the public. I'm like, well, they get a lot of animals and all this kind of stuff, and then I saw the politicians and that the kill shelters actually have lobbyists to block our bills and animal rights groups support kill shelters because they themselves kill animals in shelters. Why do the animal rights groups support kill shelters? You, because they don't want anybody telling them who should live and who should die. They, a lot of them don't believe in no kill. So when you see, I tell everybody, when you see those commercials that make you cry on TV, don't be donating to them because they don't believe in no kill. They want the kill shelters and their own shelters to be able to choose who lives and who dies. So and that's what we're fighting against. We want the rescues. And again, this is important to say because there's propaganda on the other side that says, well, you know, um, like PETA says that we're, you know, people like me, we're hoarders. Well, I have one dog. I don't think that makes me a hoarder. Um, so we're talking about rescues that are approved by the shelter, but they still at times can't pull an animal because ACC has the power. Well, when you, you say know. pull an animal, what does that mean, pull an animal? Pull them to safety, bring them to their facility, save them. Got it. Okay. So with these ACC shelters, how long uh, does a dog or a cat reside there before they're euthanized? Uh, it depends. Um, if you Google New York Post, ACC, New York City, you will see um, more than a few articles on dogs that were killed the same day. And they have video of the owners coming in saying, what do you mean you killed? It, it was two hours ago. What do you mean? Um, so some pets are killed same day. Um, the same that, day they're brought in? Absolutely. Wow. It was a lost dog, and I believe it was Staten Island. They actually drove past the house. They had the address. They drove past the house, didn't knock, brought the animal. I think, Frank, it was to Manhattan and killed the animal. And then the owners come in, and this isn't just like a one-time thing. The owners come in, and they're on video. Like, what do you, the guy scream? what do you mean you killed my dog? And they're like, well, you know, I'm not going to say what they said because I don't know exactly what they said on the video. But it was like they have the power to kill any animal at any time. You, your buddies with Curtis Fleewell, if you Google again, ACC, New York City, New York Post, Curtis Fleewell kitten, you will see a beautiful kitten. Curtis was on his way or his wife was on his way. They arranged to pick up this beautiful kitten, and there's a picture in the article. And then they called him and said, we 
you know, I don't know if they said we killed them, but they killed them. So and you, I, I want to say, can I, can I say one more thing? Please. It's not euthanasia. This infuriates me. If you, and I know I sound like a broken record, but I have learned, I have to prove everything I say. People say humane euthanasia. And again, if you Google New York City, ACC, New York Post, dog dragged to his death. The dog is maverick. He had problems with one person in his life, the father. The rest of the family, the police that brought him in had no problem. And he did. He bit, he bit the father. But if you see that dog, Frank, and I, I get choked up, he was begging, begging for compassion. He, he was drugged up, and he was just, like, in circles, and he knew what was going to happen. And he got dragged to his death. The video went viral. And it's like, you, do you people think this is a one-time thing? It's not. It's not humane euthanasia. Euthanasia is when an animal is really suffering or an animal is going to maul someone. It, this is not euthanasia. Nobody, I, I wrote about that I had been attacked before and that connection. The animal cares about their life as much as you and I care about our life. And, and there's no reason. There's plenty of people that want to adopt but they make it so hard, and they have this kennel cough that they put animals on the kill list for. And then what happens is people on Twitter and Facebook, there's a woman that pledges $5, and you could tell she has no money. And why does she do it? Because we, we pledge money, and I'll be honest, I don't because I give my time. I don't have a lot of money, but these people pledge thousands of dollars. So a rescue will pull will pull the dog, and people people say to me, "Well, why do rescues charge five hundred dollars? They're getting rich." No, they don't. Rescue directors pretty much make like twenty four thousand a year. The reason they have to charge you that donation fee is because they get so sick at kill shelters, and it's treatable, but sometimes it's over a thousand dollars per dog. The so- dog goes in healthy. Mm-hmm. And they get sick. So, Dana, um, now, obviously, you're not saying that a shelter should never be able to put a, an animal to, to death, are you? No, no, I'm not, but not at all. So, but, so yeah, go ahead. What should the process be exactly? Well, the process should be if the dog is truly dangerous or truly suffering and can't do hospice, then we're going to lose those dogs. But, Frank, what they do is, okay, have you ever had a dog? Sure, of course, yeah. Okay, has your dog ever played with the leash when you took him out? Yes. Okay, your dog would be on death row. Mm-hmm. Um, they call that they call that leash biting. So uh, one of the one of the pieces of legislation that you you've supported is this uh, Shelter Animal Rescue Act. And um, what exactly what would that do? How would that change the system and make it better for these dogs that are on death row? Basically, what the Shelter Animal Rescue Act would do is it would say if a rescue and, and the rescue is approved by the shelter already. Again, that's important to say. You can't just go in and say, hi, I'm Frank. I have a rescue. And under this law, I could pull the dog. No. This is 
the shelters has an approved list of rescues that can pull and ACC would not be able to kill an animal that a rescue wants to save. Mm. So they can no longer say to the rescue, you know what, years ago there was this dog and, and ACC had said the dog would be better off, you know, in the suburbs or the country rather than an apartment. And so in their mind, it's better that they killed this dog Mm. then give this dog a chance in the apartment. And that's what we're dealing with. So this legislation is so simple. And I love it because so much legislation gets filled with other things. Sure. You know, this is a clean bill. And it says approved rescues in good standing that want to pull a dog from a New York shelter cannot be blocked. Uh, You've also advocated for something called the Companion Animal Protection Mm -hmm. Act. What would that do? Okay, well, the Shelter Animal Rescue Act is active right now. CAPA got pushed off, sadly. So we're kind of doing it a little piecemeal to try to get some things passed. But the Companion Animal Rescue Act is simply a set of humane guidelines. So basically it would say, because ACC does kill with open cages, so the Companion Animal Rescue Act would say, no, you cannot kill with open cages or if you can transfer those animals to a willing facility, you know, and it sets humane. You know, I'm, I'm very careful because um, the kill shelter uses the word humane, but this is truly a set of guidelines that would change um, how shelter pets are treated and how and if they can be killed. So um, that's a big, a bigger bill. And that was um, written by Nathan Winograd of the No Kill Advocacy Center. And he is amazing. And that bill um, would be incredible. But right now, because the legislators, again, Doggy Watergate and Kitty Watergate, uh, the legislators are friends with ACC leadership. Um, so ACC never gets investigated for anything. So we have to pass smaller legislation, but there's still, you know, um, there's animal rights groups that get in touch with them. Hey, don't support the Shelter Animal Rescue Act. So sometimes we'll have a politician that's on board and they drop off and we know it's from, you know, um, the kill shelter lobbyists and the kill shelter themselves. You know, they're friends with each other. But it, that ACC yeah. is a is a nonprofit, right? Right. So what do they have to gain by hiring lobbyists to continue the status quo of uh, basically putting these animals to death whenever they want to? Well, they gain that they have the power. They have the power to choose who lives and who dies. That's what it is. They want anything in life, Frank. You like the less supervision you have. Most people like that. And mm-hmm. in this situation, it is, it's absolutely killing animals. Again, because I, I look up, Frank, I am a note person. So whenever they kill an animal, I try to get the Freedom of Information Act and I get the notes. And I, I, it would be comedy. I've done comedy before. It would be comedy if it wasn't such a tragic situation. Again, the leash biting. Um, the animal is too shy. I got a foil back last week and it it had I can't even tell you how many times it said animal not thriving 
Will you get betrayed by your owner and get put in a shelter, you know, um, where you smell death and the conditions are awful and the food is awful and there's things expired mm. that you're eating and it has disease. And you tell me, Frank, that you're going to thrive. And, and it, it just kills me because, I, you know, I've seen rescues work, Frank. And, and the best rescues, they take an animal that is so fearful. And in a week, that animal is just like another creature because they know they're safe. I, I can't tell you how beautiful it is to see an animal shaking, staring at the wall, and then they trust you. And they come around and, and they kiss you because they're like, they know, they thank you for saving me. But when they're in ACC, they sense it. You know, the animals sense death. And that's what happens. They get scared. They bark. They're in tight conditions. The air is terrible. And, um, and, that's, and that's what happens. And if I could talk, if I can, Frank, about solutions, is that okay? Please, yeah. No, that's what we're trying to figure out. Yeah. Well, the first thing is to everybody, please be a responsible pet owner. If no matter who you are, I don't care how young or old, you have to have a plan for your pet. I can't tell you how many times. And again, when I started, I was naive. You, so, so God forbid you die. Your animal gets taken to ACC or another kill shelter. I thought, oh, my God. They would never kill that old lady's dog. She's had him for 12 years. He's in good health. They would, they would never kill this animal. Someone died, you know, during the pandemic. And there's no mercy. So my point is, you would have a plan for your children. Have a plan for your animals because family members dump them constantly. And, and they make up tons of excuses to assuage their guilt. But I couldn't believe it. I'm like, my fam- nobody I know would ever do that. Sure, no. But you need to have a written plan for your family. That's, second, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, the second thing is, and this is the biggest thing, Mayor Adams, you know, wants to be known as a different type of politician. What would make him a different type of politician is to replace ACC with a rescue group. There are so many great rescue groups in New York. If a rescue group take, took over, uh, maybe Curtis Lewell's people could take over. I actually wrote that for the Daily News and Voice of the People. If a rescue group t- took over, that would mean people would want to go and adopt there. Jobs, um, donations would go up. We would be, I'm, I'm telling you, the trust would be immediate. Because if a rescue group that's, you know, trusted by advocates is in charge, when a dog is put down, we would know. We would know because they save as many as they can. And if it's a good rescue group, we would know that they needed to do that. And we wouldn't be fighting them. And we would work together as a team. And there's so many talented rescue mm. rescue groups that can do that. So are, if people are there any- Mayor Adams. Are there, yeah. are there any cities that do this really well? Are there any cities that are sort of a, a model for how these no-kill yeah. shelters well, should work? You know, and we have no-kill Austin, and, and it's not perfect. They're still learning, but they admit their mistakes. And no-kill Austin um, is, is kind of the model. They're going through a little transition right now, but, but it does work. And okay. I always say to people, Frank, like, 
something is broken for so long. You could always go back to the to the cruelty in the archaic way. Can't we in our society, don't we dream big anymore? We, we don't dream big anymore. Like, let's try another way. Mm. It's not that hard. You'd have help. There are people that would, you know, I would love to help. There are so many advocates that would love to help. Mm. Why can't we try another way? Yeah, hey, I, I'm all for it. Uh, Dana, I want to thank you for uh, your passion and your work on this issue. Thanks for uh, shedding some light on this. Please keep us posted on your legislative efforts and if there's anything else that the uh, the public needs to know about what ACC is up to and uh, just uh, the issue of animal welfare in general. Thank you so much, Frank. Have a great night. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Dana Fuchs, 800-848-9222. If you want to comment, that's 1-800-848-9222. We'll continue with your calls straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight. 